Hey guys, Ben here from Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys about the best podcasting program there is called Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comic Comedians. My name is Ben Schubert, your host, and today I have an amazing conversation with Yanni's Nerdverse. If you guys have never heard of Yanni's Nerdverse, basically he has been covering everything from head to toe on the new Batman movie starring Robert Pattinson. And it is super interesting to see how excited he is about this movie because I, for one, am super excited for this movie, but this guy is like on a whole nother level of excited. So we get to talk about that. We also talk about Peacemaker and so many other DC properties and we also get to talk about the what the flashpoint has for the future and so much more in this podcast but before we get started what do you call it when batman skips church christian bale all right let's jump into that title sequence right now Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comic Comedians. My name is Ben Schubert, your host, and today I'm with Yanni's Nerdverse. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Excited to be here. Excited to talk some nerd stuff. I, I cannot wait to talk to you today. We're going to be talking about you, man, because you're on TikTok. How many followers you got on TikTok now? I want to say it's like uh, 115K. I, I, it's been insane. This past year is just crazy. I never thought it'd be anything like near this. It's right. been quite the ride. I mean, you've been blowing up lately, you know, like with all, all you've been keeping up with the DC news and the Marvel news. And I'm sure you're keeping up with independent stuff like the boys and stuff like that as well. Right. Yeah. So dude, you're just, you're killing it right now. You mentioned earlier that you're going to college for what would you said? Chemical engineering. Yeah. Chemical engineering. Yeah. And you know, that's just like the farthest thing from what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's crazy. And it's so funny to see that about other like, like me, I can, I can also talk about cars. I work on cars. I used to do dishwashing. You know, I, I have all these talents, but comics is what people know me for. So today we're going to get talk about you and how you got into comics. So let's just start off. What's your origin story, man? Like, how'd you get into this stuff? You know, it, it's pretty interesting. I feel like as kids, like, oh, everyone gets exposed to like superheroes, like in some way, shape or form. Like I was always like, the, as a little kid, like Spider-Man was like everyone's favorite thing. Like I it was just super into it, but I was like, I took it almost like a step further sometimes. Like I had like the costume. I remember as like a really little kid, like, like, like three to five, like I had like a, a Spider-Man like costume. I tried to wear like under my clothes sometimes when I went out <laughs> like to the park or whatever. I had to puffy like, under it. Exactly. I was a, I was a huge, huge like nerd like that. But then like growing up, I didn't have like, I went to a very small school. So at that school, like, there weren't actually a lot of nerdy, like, kids, too, so it was really interesting that, like, I was into all these, like, superheroes and everything, but there weren't a lot of, like, kids that I was able to, like, all my friends, they were, I had, like, friends, but, like, none of them were, like, nerds, so my only, like, nerdy outlet was actually my uncle, who was a huge, and he's been, like, collecting comics since he was a kid, too, and actually one teacher at my school actually was a huge nerd. He's funny because he's, like, this big jack, like, Captain America looking guy, Yeah. but he was, like, always into comics and stuff, so he would always, like, try to bring superheroes into like school and like talk about like oh you know make sure like you're studying hard because that's what batman would do or something like that to get me like motivated so that's dope 
it's always the big beefy dudes that are like into the coolest thing. Like I, I grew up in, my dad was in the Navy for 30 years. So I grew up around military people all my whole life. You know, those guys are the, the like you wouldn't expect. Like I remember when I worked at a comic book store, one dude came in, he was a drill sergeant. He was excited for the new My Little Pony series that was coming out. And I'm just like, all right. Yeah, man. Like biggest, beefiest guy, you know, front lines went in overseas, you know, <laughs> he's like, give me that My Little Pony. Like, I'm sure he had like a rainbow dash, like <laughs> cutie definitely. mark on him somewhere. Or what, that's what they're called. Yeah, cutie marks. It's been a minute. Yeah, man, I just love all this stuff. And, you know, being a little kid and not being able to fit in, I totally get that, man. You know, like not a lot of people understand like how awesome, but now a day is like, it's so popular oh. that everybody knows it. And that's, that's so dope. So yeah, it's, it's honestly a dream come true that like, like nerdy stuff or even the superheroes in general are like so mainstream it, it's crazy to think about that like you go up to someone on the like side of the street and people know who iron man is captain america batman like not not, not even just know them but they're like fans of them and they either have shirts or they've seen movies yeah and, and you know i was talking about that the other day i was saying i was like you know growing up if i told somebody you know i do that earth a311 stuff you know where i talk about the animal yeah, superheroes like- you know, if I were to do that in high school, I would have had my butt kicked like oh, so yeah. many times, you know? So it's like, yeah. it's so cool that people can be like, oh, Spider-Ham is so cool or, or uh, Captain America is so cool. And they don't have to worry about being picked on or bullied because that was something that happened to me. I don't know. I can't say if it happened to you or not, like, but a lot of people judge me and call me a nerd. And, you know, I, I take a nerd as a, as a compliment nowadays, but, you know, at that time I really didn't, but it's so cool to just meet other people through TikTok and talk to you guys about what it's like growing up. So you said that your uncle got you into comic books. What was the first comic book that you read, or at least the one that you remember first reading? The first comic book I ever read or bought, I think, was actually Black Panther number one, because I had just watched the Ultimate Avengers 2 movie. And I don't know what it was, but I was like, I love Black Panther in that movie. And so I remember my uncle took me to like the first, like, do you know, like those like local town comic conventions that they're, they're really small. They just have a bunch of guys at tables and like have their, like their books there. And they're just like selling comics. It's like yeah. really like a nice, like homey atmosphere. So he's like, I'll buy you like any like comic you want. And so I was like, I want Black Panther comics. So, and we went to this booth. And I remember they were like a dollar a pop. It's like, okay, I'll buy you five. Like, yes. Cause he was thinking I'm going to buy like some other big one. So that was actually the first like book that I bought and I had, and I was, I was very proud of it. I still got it in my room. But then when I started aggressively reading comics, it was a couple years later. And that was with the Batman. And I remember, cause I, I, I collected like some of the old books, like, like a, going to comic conventions with my uncle and picking up things here and there. But when I wanted to like dive into the universe, it was with Batman. And I remember going to the library and they had this huge line of graphic novels. And I had no clue what I was getting into. I picked up a bunch of random books. I remember like the, the first one I picked up was Batman Venom, which was not a great one to start. I don't know if you ever <laughs> read that. It's a very dark story. It's like Batman gets like addicted to like the drugs. And I remember it's because like it's, it's dark because like Batman like can't save a girl's life because he's not strong enough. So right. what he does is he like he finds like a, a scientist like tells him about Venom like the thing that Bane uses and he takes it and then it makes him get like roid rage and he ends up like just dropping the whole Batman costume like wears like some like mask and like top hat and stuff it's weird it's it's goofy it's goofy but dark 
You know, and those yeah. sometimes those are books that learn to be beloved because I think that's one of the more talked about Batman stories. Like, even though we all hate it, you know, like we still talk about it. For example, I mean, and who knows? Maybe one day it'll be turned into a blockbuster movie. I mean, look at Spider-Man No Way Home based on one of, probably one of the most hated Spider-Man Yeah, <laughs> one more day. <laughs> yeah. And I swear, if I ever get to meet John Watts or any of the writers, I'm going to be like, how the hell did you guys land on one more day? <laughs> so... What, what were some of the shows that you watched growing up, you know, that got you into these? Because I know it was not solely comic books that got you into oh, this. Yeah. All right. We, we are 2000. Are you, were you born in the 2000s or 90s? Yeah, 2000s. Okay. Yeah. You were born in 2000. You're a 2000s kid. It was not comic books that got you into comic books. So what is it? Tell me. Yeah. yeah so TV shows, especially, I got to say, I think it's the Spider-Man animated series. That was like the first thing that got me into like Spider-Man. I watched as a kid. I remember like going to Blockbuster and like renting the DVD every week. Oh, Blockbuster, we're dropping yeah. big words. Way, way, way back when, how, how things have changed. And then uh, on the DC side, it was the Batman animated show too. So those are like the two big things that like got me into both sides of them. It was, and I, I just remember like love, like I wasn't able like to watch like TV like during the week because like school and everything, my parents right. were like that. So, but I remember every Saturday morning, I'd wake up early and just get started because that was the day I could watch TV. I'm like, I'm going to watch as much Spider-Man and as much Batman as I possibly can. And the best and things just, about those it. shows is they have so many good life lessons that you can learn. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's what I like about Clone Wars, you know, like the Star Wars Clone Wars, you know, that's it's crazy how many life lessons, you know, and some cartoons don't do that anymore. And it's like, you know, these are kids, you know, give them those life lessons. And it's cool that because we can go back and rewatch them. For example, on uh, New Year's Day, you did a video about Batman doing his yearly or his annual cup of coffee with Jim yeah. Gordon. You know, that's something that even adults do. So it's cool yeah. that those shows brought it back. And, you know, I'm so glad that people like Kevin Conroy are still voicing these characters because, you know what? Kevin Conroy is Batman. When I'm reading my Batman oh. books, it's Kevin Conroy that's up there, you know, and then I got Morgan Freeman as Lucius, Lucius Fox. So when they're talking to each other, it's just you know like the smoothest. Back and forth. yeah multiverse colliding you know yes and it's just the smoothest the two like smoothest talking guys just talking to each other you know so you obviously are you more of a dc fan or are you more of a marvel fan that's the question that everybody asks it's like picking between your two favorite children i i, I, I would definitely say DC, I, I i would definitely th- say it's dc just because i think it's easier to get me hyped on dc so i think that's like my my big indicator to know like like, I love everything. I love Marvel, DC, Star Wars, like, everything. But if yes. you had to ask me, like, what gets me the most excited to make a video randomly, it's always going to be DC. I, I just have such a connection to it. Don't know why. I just, I love all the characters. I love the universe the most, I think. So who's your favorite character from DC? You know, I, I hate to be basic. I feel like I, just, I have to say Batman. Just Batman. Because, I think, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, like, Batman is, like, that character that, like, is such like an inspiration especially growing up because he is just like a normal guy and he's been such like he's impacted me as a person so much but even there's all the characters like like superman's obviously amazing i've loved blue beetle as a kid because of young justice and there, there are just so many great characters and, and that's why i'm really excited that like going forward that dc is finally exploring all the like their, like b and c lister characters that the average person doesn't know but they really should because there's a lot of great characters in the dc universe right Batman's not a bad choice. I mean, I love Batman myself. I, I usually just see Batman Beyond because it's a little different, you know, but, you know, yeah. Bruce Wayne has his moments where I'm just like, that dude is awesome, you know, but Batman Beyond is one of my favorites. I, I grew up watching that show. 
So it's like, that's what got me into this stuff. But yeah, no, dude, don't ever be ashamed to say Batman is my favorite superhero. Unless it's like I relate to him and then it's like, okay, calm down. You know, yeah, they don't, don't want to go too dark into the dark side of Bruce Wayne's persona, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, dude, both my parents are dead. I'm super <laughs> yeah. rich. You know, he's just so relatable, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, just it's like crippling mental health, like dressed up as a bat, not the most sane guy, you know? It's, right. When he does cocaine, he puts on a crazy costume. <laughs> it, it's, it's super fun. And I'm so excited for this new Batman movie. Like, it's not my most anticipated movie, but I am, I am pumped. I remember when, when Robert Pattinson was first casted, oh. I was excited. Like, because I've, I've seen other movies besides Twilight, you know, yeah. so I was just like, I was, and then when I heard everybody was mad, I was just like, why are there, oh, oh yeah, he kind of does indie films. He doesn't usually do big budget stuff. So I got to know, how did you feel when Pattinson was casted? You know, I- this movie has been, it's probably the project that I followed the most intensely out of like any comic book movie ever. Like I have been following this project as soon as Matt Reeves signed on to it, like hearing every rumor, every like leak, every little thing. I've been like there on Twitter. I was like excited and hyped. Like I remember like one time when like the calendar like got leaked. Oh my God, people went crazy. It was awesome. But for Robert Pattinson, I was so excited because I'd seen Good Time. I thought he was phenomenal in it. And I, I think he's a great actor. So I was, I was really excited. And he looks to me like, like Bruce Wayne. Like he very much embodies that role. So I was very, very excited. And I had to convince some of my friends to get excited. Because, right, same. Like, and like, here's the thing. I, like for the people who are like, oh, I don't know, just because he's in Twilight, I'm okay. I get that. But like, because people aren't being necessarily like negative. But like- Even he hates those movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally. No one hates Twilight more than Robert Pattinson. It's pretty, it's pretty funny to see him like talk about those movies, but I was so excited and I showed some of my buddies like the movies he's been in in the past and I sold a bunch of them on, on him and I remember now they're all super excited for this movie. So it's been, a, it's been a fun journey. Yes. And you want to know the best part? Tell me. You're not going to the premiere. I'm, not, I'm, like, not, like, I'm just playing with you. Would you go to the premiere if you got invited? I already know the oh, answer is yes, but what would you wear? Who, who, what would you wear? Like, what kind, like you got to wear like a bat themed tux, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I feel like I would want to like try to do something clever, like either do an homage to one of the comics or I would do like some super cool like uh, color like coding thing. One, right, one, here, of the one two. second, let me show you what I would wear. Since the Riddler is the main character, like the main antagonist, watch this. Check this out. That's what I think it is. I'm going to freak out. That is awesome. I'm going to wear this for the rest of the podcast. This is staying on. That is amazing. Uh, When I was in, I I want to say sixth grade, I don't don't have a, I literally have one of those in my basement too. You got, you got, you got a, you got the Riddler in your basement. Yeah. Yeah. I keep them in a little, like a little corner, you know? When I I was in sixth grade, I I was obsessed, like obviously with Batman, but my mom helped me make a Riddler costume and I got like a, a green like tux suit and she helped me like like uh, paint like question marks over it. I got That's I bought so like cool. a cane and hat. Oh my gosh. I it was probably one of the best Halloweens I've ever had. It was it was awesome. Really? That that sounds awesome. Like I love this suit because one, I could I can wear this out to cons. Like oh, my yeah. last Comic Con, I, I I dressed up as the Court of Owls. You know, I dressed up as one of the Court of Owls, but you know, if I That's had this awesome. jacket, you know, it's so easy to slip on and off. And, you know, and if I'm wearing it over a superhero shirt, I could just say I'm Kevin Smith and, uh, you know, it, it works, you know, so, but that's another thing. Are you into cosplay? Do you do that? I've always wanted to. I haven't 
got into it yet. I, I told myself I wanted to like try to recreate my own like bat suit, like for the, the Batman. But I, you know, the, the time is time is a big factor in that. And you know, with school going on, it's it's hard. But I'm very I like I, I'm thinking that over the summer, depending on what happens, if I get like internship or whatever, if I have a good chunk of time, I really would like to try to like make a bat suit. I know it's a really big endeavor, but I would love to just like dedicate a lot of time, like 3D printing or molding, like just making a really cool, like just like replica thing. The amount of times I've been this close to buying a 3D printer, like <laughs> I, 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 I've literally, I'm like, I'm only gonna, I'm gonna make some weird stuff, like, like legit, you know, like, like what's that one trend that's going around? Like people are building the rock like themed i did see some of those on my for you page yeah, like yeah, i'm yeah, just yeah. like that I, I wonder like how dwayne johnson sees that stuff he's just like what you know it's so gonna be it's so like, weird to just like see all these trends about you like i got no clue what's happening but cool You're yeah like, more power to you guys you know and that's what i like about like people like john cena you know like he just he owns it you know like he loves the fact that people say they can't see it you know he lo- like know. if it were me i would have been annoyed so quickly but like like I get annoyed now, like, and I'm not even John Cena and I'm just like, shut up. It's so stupid. <laughs> but at the same time, but John Cena's just like, I welcome it. Keep yeah. going. You know, that's and- what I like about these characters. But uh, since we are both huge DC fans, there is a show that is coming out on January 13th known as the Peacemaker. Do you know much about Peacemaker? I know very little. I try to brush up on some things uh, after the Suicide Squad came out, but I'm very, very little I know about him. I know some about his backstory and things like that, but very little. Right, definitely well, you know, I actually did a detailed origin. I'll send it to you after this. Oh, but, yeah, send it to me. But, but yeah, just, no, he's, he's just too he's dedicated like the Punisher. to his craft. Yes. He's yes. a lot like the Punisher. You know, he's Great more of example. an anti-hero because yeah. like he's teamed up with Vigilante. He's teamed up with Law and in all of the all of those characters so it's not like he he's a bad guy he's just, he was just put in prison because he was an idiot but he's also yeah. been part of the suicide squad and especially in the most recent running i don't know if you read that or not but he was the leader of the suicide squad when red x got taken in and all that stuff so it's crazy good stuff but what are you most excited about for this show you know, I, I'm really just excited to see what James Gunn does when he has like no restraints at all, no like PG-13 holding back. Just had, and he, I think he has like full creative control like on yeah. this show. I mean, he wrote it himself. He these just gave him like the reins, like go do your thing and go have fun. And that's what I'm excited for. I love when he just has full freedom, just go and do wacky things. Because I love the Suicide Squad. I thought it was great. So I'm really excited to see what he does with the show. And I'm glad that he's getting rated R films because you know what. Like Guardians of the Galaxy would have been so much better if it was rated R. I'm just kidding. It would have been so crazy and different. Like I, and I remember, like he, he like said in an interview, like, "Oh yeah, like, I always pictured those movies to be PG-13." But even so, like you can just do so much with rated R. Like I think that it had. I think like saying like, "Oh, I want a movie to be rated R," it has like a ne- like people like attach negative connotations to it sometimes. But really, just having it be rated R just means you have so much like more room to just get deeper into things so you can like do darker things that can tie back it, emotionally it can be more for adults yeah exactly yeah yeah and that's right that you know and that's why i like dc making those rated r films but at the same time i'm totally cool with pg-13 because you know what there are kids that need to get into this stuff because you know just as much as i do that you know comic books are kind of dying like comic book shops yeah. are getting closed because nobody's buying comic books anymore they're just watching the movies and that's totally fine. If you guys are big movie fans, you know, I'm not going to, who am I to judge? I love them too. But, you know, at the same time, I'm like, you got to keep these comic shops alive. And yeah, if it, it weren't for those kids shows that you and I watched, you know, we wouldn't be going there. So yeah. that's why I'm glad that we got those PG-13 films. 
but I think there was one joke that actually got into Guardians of the Galaxy that James Gunn was like 100% sure was not going to. And it was the Jackson Pollock uh, joke that he made. Uh, do you remember that? Pollock. Okay. Gamora was telling Star-Lord, she said, this, by the way, this ship is filthy. And he said, she has no idea. Get a black oh, yeah. look like a Jackson Pollock painting. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh, that... <laughs> Apparently it did so well in a test screening that they kept it. I was just like, I'm surprised they kept that joke in. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally forgot about that, but I do remember that scene. Dude, now, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite movie of all time. James oh. Gunn is my favorite director. And like, you know, you've been covering the Batman. That was me for Suicide Squad. <laughs> that is me for Peacemaker. All right, like I, I, I see a bunch of your videos. You're you're very excited. I, I, I am so pumped. You, you should have saw how excited I was when I found out that Judo Master was that green dude. I didn't oh. find that out until like a couple of weeks ago. Because oh, they, really? Yeah, like I didn't know. Nobody, nobody thought to tell me. I was just like, and I've literally been asking that question. I was like, who is that guy? Like, I was thinking it was the ambush bug. You know, like, like I was he thinking would. it was on stage. James, you know, James Gunn loves his uh, minor characters. The ambush bug isn't really important enough for me to explain him to you, but just know that's who I thought it was. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Juno Matt. And I was just like, he looks so different. And the reason why he's wearing a green suit and not the Japanese flag is because it's a Vietnamese guy playing him, I believe. Mm. I, I, I just know for a fact he's not Japanese. But I, I believe James Gunn said that he was Vietnamese. Uh, I might have to go in and check on that. But he said he didn't want a Vietnamese guy wearing a Japanese flag, which yeah, understandably is yeah. okay. I, yeah, very much so, yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah. Let's not, put, let's not do that. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm so excited for Vigilante. Vigilant, he they look like they're gonna nerf him down a little bit, but the fact that he looks like Carmen Ryder just kills me. And James Gunn said that's what he was going for. So I was actually gonna ask you what you think about because it's gonna be a very different vigilante like character, I think. Oh yeah. So, like, a very very different interpretation. I was wondering how, how what you like your pins were. Cause I saw a lot of like people very excited for it. People were like, Oh, I kind of like my the comic vigilante more, but like what do you what are your thoughts on it? The way I see it is James Gunn let me down yet there you go <laughs> okay yeah. has he let me down never uh, yeah. i mean i've been watching his movie he's, he practically raised me i mean i watched those scooby-doo movies hell my name is shooby Dooer. why do you think it's that <laughs> there you go. like shooby-doo scooby-doo uh you know because i watch those movies all the time my uncle called me shooby-doo and, that, and since then it kind of just stuck so and it's because of those james gunn movies so he's practically raised me so james gunn if you're listening to this you know if you ever want to throw me in a movie i know you like to put some cool cameos I will be happy to play Jack of Hearts in a Marvel movie. You know, dress me up as a playing card. Let me fly around in space. That that sounds like fun. So this actually leads, and since we're talking about you, what character do you want to be? If you were ever to be in the comic, like not even like a movie, not, not like acting as a character, just to be in a comic book, what would your power be or what character would you want to be? Oh, power. It's funny. Everyone always asks me like what my like one superpower would be. And, and like I get it. way too technical about it like oh super strength would be cool but then you like invulnerability because then you're gonna break your hand and like I right. all like science like you with it but like um I would probably if I could do powers I would probably say the flash and like his the ability is like everything that encompasses him I think he's such a powerful character just a cool power just to be able to get everywhere that I want to be is yeah. so like helpful and you like see, the problem like, with that is you still have to run that distance <laughs> I know you know what? It's funny. <laughs> like people really yeah sure I'll get there faster but you know what I still have to run six miles <laughs> like I don't want to run six miles <laughs> people don't but, think you know, about I that. will say though just having the extra time would be great 
you know this like this is the fact that like time like will pretty much stop while i'm like moving would be so helpful like this would be great and the worst part is you know and i just said you had to run six miles and for you it would feel like running six miles but you can't like pop in your headphones you you can't do that all right because yeah the music is gonna be like that too yeah yeah it's unless you have like a device like that could slow down the music to like point zero 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 two five or whatever you know so it's just like gotta get that really slow music going you know so but for me i'd have the power to refill things i could refill anything you know like let's say i have a low tank of gas i could refill it you know i you know like this water bottle it's starting to get empty so you know you just just refill it you know or or if somebody more fun than that i could just refill their bladder and then they would have to go and go to the bathroom boom i call my free refills that would be my superhero name and it would be dope you gotta commission an artist to like make like a comic book panel of um I forgot, what'd you say your name would be? Refill and what Refill. Would be? You know what? There is a guy, his name is Boyd Design. Have you you know that guy Shape Man? He's I'm like not a, sure. No. Oh my gosh, dude. There's this guy. He, he's like the same age as us. He's a freshman in college. And he created a character called Shape Man. He made it up when he was like six, but he mm-hmm. turned it into a comic book and he just recently released it and i i did a review on it and he followed me i, I might hit him up awesome. like dude you want to do like he does like little shorts at the end of his book i'm like you want to do something if you want to do free refills that's not a bad idea i would have that graded i would have it on my wall forever I would, that, i'd be a dream cover i'd be free refills that you know it's just you gotta do it you gotta do it now yeah i gotta do it i gotta reach out to him but yeah, like I just love thinking about stuff like that, you know. So I love talking to people. I never get to talk to people about stuff like this, you know, especially when it comes to Batman because hey, you know DC sucks, you know. So yeah. it's like it's crazy. And you know, people always go, you know how hard it is to get a girlfriend when you say you like comic books. And I'm just like, imagine telling them that you're a DC fan over a Marvel fan. The, the not not they, like you like superhero films, but then you're like, oh, you like yeah, DC they never films. I was like, I'm not because when people go, Do you like DC or Marvel? Well, I usually say DC because I'm thinking comics. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, the way they look at you, they look like you just revived Hitler. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you you like DC, you're trash. You're tra- I'm like, you don't understand, man. But it's funny have- because like the comics, I think DC is oh, like, not always, but always, but most of the time DC is, does better than Marvel in the comic book oh, yeah. section. And I feel like all the, in the comic community, that's like a well understood thing too. It's yes. that the DC comics, they are like, they're better. Like they, they're more like streamlined too. Marvel I mean, is now doing great. Of- and now that the fact that Mar- actually Marvel's been doing this thing with podcasts, like Marvel has been really like pushing themselves out there. And DC is kind of, fall- oh, excuse me, DC is following behind them. And, you know, like with their Batman podcast. On yeah, HBO Max. Did, did you end up watching that or listening the, to the, the, On HBO Max, the back. Yeah, the, like, I, I, I saw the podcast. It's also on Spotify now. Yeah. But it was, it was originally like promoted on HBO Max. It's like a two episode. It's like an hour long. It's pretty funny. Like, I'm not going to yeah. lie to you. I, I saw the first episode, actually, yeah. Yeah, where it, it ends, funny. like, the rules with the Joker. Like, that That kills me. And I kind of want to do a video on that. You know, it's like, okay, you're yeah, going to meet the Joker. Here's some rules. Don't eat anything he offers you. Why? Because his jokes always end with your stomach getting pumped. All right? If he asks you if you've been to a psych, uh, a psych say yes, even if you have it. If you do, if you don't, he will peel your skin off like an egg, and I'm just like, oh my god, dude! Like that's that's another thing I love about Batman, man. His villains, his villains oh, so yeah. great. You you gotta tell me, list off some of your favorite villains here. We'll we'll talk about them. 
My okay, well, should I take like top three or just like keep on going? Keep on going if, if you want right. to. Go, just name so, all build a my, like, squad. Let's see. Bane <laughs> has always been a really one that I've loved. I really want to see like a, a, a great interpretation of Bane. I think we've yet to see one, so I'd Dave love Batista. to see Bane. Get 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 Dave Batista. I, I would I would just love the mastermind Bane with the venom. He's Jack, but he's like super smart too and like very cunning. Mr. Freeze, also a huge one. I think everyone loves Mr. Freeze. Everyone wants to see him, like, a really good interpretation of, like, Cold, Cold Heart. Like, that would be awesome. Or Heart of Ice. I don't know what yeah. the actual title of it is. And then also, what am I, oh, the Riddler. Yeah, and Riddler is also, like, one of my, the ones I've loved. Like, I, is my favorite. I, I love how smart he is, that he can be, like, in certain interpretations, smarter than Batman. He's, like, outsmarts him. He's, he's clever. I think he's super fun, too. Yeah. Like, I, I love that, like, his riddles are sometimes death traps, but they're like fun. Right. Like, I I thought it was so fun, like fighting him, like when I'm playing like Arkham City and Arkham Knight and stuff like that. Like it was, it was always a blast. I feel like when he came up in the show, when you watched the show as a little kid and he gave you a riddle, I feel like you paused it and tried to figure it out before. Yeah, yeah. that was definitely me. That was definitely that was me, me dude. <laughs> or, or did we just become best friends? Like, it's yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I was the same way. And that's what I'm not really looking forward to for the Batman. I'm not going to be able to pause it in the theater and try to figure it out. I figured those out. You know, but it's kind of cool what you did for the, the website. I didn't even know about yeah, that. Yeah, it's super cool. They, they need to promote that. Like, how did you find out about that? I found out about I, I on Twitter. Like, there are always people talking about the Batman. And like, one person, I think, because they decoded what happened was on like this Batman poster, there's like a Riddler cipher like, on the very bottom. And I don't know if you know, but so far, like there's been like a good amount of the letters like solved for the alphabet for like Riddler, Riddler's Riddler cipher. And so yeah. people decoded it and it said like, you are El Ratatalada. And so people put in ratatalada.com and then that's what it was. So what? that's how people got to that. Yeah. If you, they literally used a riddle Batman, to promote. That is the coolest freaking thing. the coolest thing ever? I... I'm so glad they fully dived into like the full like Riddler persona in the marketing. So that and, is and insane. Yeah, it's super that, cool. And the website's still gonna have more stuff on it, supposedly. So I'm really excited to see what they do next. Oh my gosh. So a tiny detail from an Easter egg video is the reason why they're oh my god, they went a whole, all a whole in website. on website. Yeah, they went full. And unfortunately, a lot of people thing. are stupid and they probably haven't even like like didn't even know about this most people don't most people don't that's why i try to make a video on it because i'm like i want as many people how well did that video do i need to know i actually i can't remember i know i I did two videos on it one of them flopped i think one did pretty decent but it wasn't like anything like i saw them both i saw the inspect i thought the inspect element thing yeah that one i was pretty proud of myself because that one i did on my own i'm like let me just check this out real quick and i saw it i'm like oh my gosh this is the coolest thing ever um, Gosh, for those who really don't know who we're talking about, like what we did was like, what I did was on this website, you can like inspect it sometimes. And so I inspected like the code of it and in it in a certain section in like quotes, in quotes, it says like, you're not going to find anything here. Nice try, which is like, essentially yeah. like they put in their code, you're going to try to inspect it and find the answers that the Riddler's like talking to you. Like that was so clever. And just, there's so much detail on that. It, it kind of reminded me of like a fallout game. Like when you were, you know, you got to unlock the computer and fallout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for the record, everybody, if you're listening, like there's nobody in my life. I don't know how many years, but this oh, will be on Spotify by tomorrow or the next day. So if you guys want to listen to this whole thing, well, it'll, it will be there and I will promote it on here and I'm sure you'll do at a video. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, I got you, bro. I got you. We, we buddies now. So it's, it's so, oh my God. I am like blown away by that. It's it's crazy. It's it's they they put so much detail into it. That's why I try to make videos on it. And 
when they do more updates to it, I'm going to make more on it. Cause like, I want as many people to check it out as possible. So what made you want to start TikTok, man? You know, I've always wanted to do like content creating, even like since like I was like a, uh, a kid, like in like middle school, like I remember I was like playing like Batman, like Arkham City and stuff. And then I remember like going on YouTube and seeing breakdowns. I'm like, I should do this or I should play like some multiplayer games because I saw a bunch of that on social media. I'm like, I'll do that. That sounds like fun. I, I, I got like a decent amount of followers on Instagram, but then like my buddy, he's actually pretty big on TikTok. He has like, is it two or 3 million followers now? He does actually goldfish stuff i don't know if you've ever seen one of those crazy videos but he always told me to keep up like try posting do some nerdy stuff you know all this nerd stuff so i was like you know what i will so i, I one day like i did like it was a the rise of skywalker like alternative script video and that blew up and then i did covering oh, yeah. like the disney plus day and like that was and that's when i was like okay i'm not gonna do the funko thing anymore i'm gonna fully just there, there's a mark like people like want to hear me talk about nerd stuff and i've got all this knowledge in my brain and i love talking about it it's a great outlet like Yes. I'm, I'm nerdy. I like talk to nerd, like people about nerdy things. So I was like, I just dived fully into it. I'm like, I'm just going to, every time I have one talk about something nerdy, I'll just make a video on it. And here I am now. Yeah. And like what? 160, 68,000. No, no, no. 100, 115. I think. I oh, okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy. Like I remember the first day I blew up the video, me and my sister, we were putting coins in a coin star and we had a bet. Whoever had the most coins had to buy the other person a candy of their choice. And that, yeah. 200,000. And then, I, but then I was like, oh crap, what did I just sign up for? And then I, I start, but I also did cosplay content. I, I made jokes. I just loved it. I did vines. I made vines when I was younger. So I was kind of like already used to this. And then next thing you know, like people are reaching out to me and you know, it's just now we're on, now we're both now making friends with people like you. Yeah, exactly. That's the most fun about it. It's like making a community. And like, yes. that's like one of the big things like I want to do with this is like, growing up like i said there wasn't like a bunch of kids i knew who were like into comics but like with tiktok and with social media in general you can make these online communities we just talk to people in the comments you go on live and talk to people it's a great way to just bring nerds together and i love it i that that's that's the main reason why i love doing this all so much you meet people you meet mutuals you meet people like who are your followers it's great yeah now like literally i i made a joke about going out to la and then striat goofy was just like dude you better hit me up. (laughs) So it's like, I have to make a trip out to LA because I got to meet Amanda. I got to meet Soup. So I got, because you know, I'm mutual with all these people. You know, the Keeg show, like the other day, um, there's one guy, um, is it Andrew Visual? I think it's Andrew Visual. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I I told him, I was like, one day, dude, we got to meet up. I I just learned that he's into kickboxing. And I was just like, dude, I actually do karate. We, We should spar. And one day, if we get to meet, we're sparring, bro. Like, you you got to do like a, a TikTok live, you know, make it a whole big deal. Who's going to, who's going to win? I'm just, I'm still blown away by that Riddler thing. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to. It's so cool. It's, it's, it's so fun. Like, I think it's a great feature. Like I, I just, I love that they're diving so much into the marketing because one of the things that I was sad about is that the Suicide Squad sadly released during a time when COVID was high and people couldn't go to theaters. So like the marketing was very different. It was on the lower end, which definitely if it was during this time or like oh, later on in the future it would have been completely different actually completely it different. probably wouldn't have done too well and nobody everyone would have compared it to no way home oh that's oh you know what that's also a fair point too i didn't even think about that yeah but if you like ask the, me the flash movies Suicide Squad was so that. much better than no way home like right I now everybody's just having that fever of no way home because you know it was hyped up so much and it got everything that we wanted but one day, like three years from now we're like people are gonna be like oh no way home that that's such a great movie you know but like 
they're not going to be as hyped about it as they are right now. But the Suicide Squad, I cried. Oh, because, it's, it's so emotional. It's a great movie. Well, it wasn't because it was so emotional. I remember when the first Suicide Squad came out, I literally, I walked, I'm a huge Suicide Squad reader. Like I've read almost all of John Ostrander's stuff. I've read Tom Taylor's oh, stuff. stuff. Huge Suicide Squad reader right here. And I walked out of the theater and I was just like, I looked over at my sister and I was like, that was good. Yeah, that was, that was good. Because in the back of my head, I'm like, we're never getting this again. <laughs> and then I heard James Gunn got it and I hyped up the movie. I did an origin for every character just for them all I to remember die seeing in the first 10 minutes. You know, yeah, yeah, every yeah. all 17, all 17 characters, I did an in-depth origin. And I was so proud of myself when I did it too. And um, and then they all died in the first 10 minutes. And I was just like, damn it. Like, but, dang it. <laughs> you know, like, actually, if you put all my origins together and line it up perfectly, my origins take longer for them. Longer <laughs> <laughs> than the, the other characters are alive for. Yeah. But I remember I got out and I was just like, people gave me so much crap for liking this movie, for wanting this yeah. movie to be good. And I'm sure people do it for you in this Batman film. I'm sure a lot of people comment, it's going to suck, bro. Oh, Don't get yeah. your hopes up. Oh, da, da, da. Like, shut up. Okay. Yeah, like, um, yeah. And I was just like, I cried. I was just like, you guys gave me so much shit. And now you all look stupid. Like, yeah, it was, was great. So it was awesome. It was yeah. amazing. It's my favorite movie of the year. It's my favorite comic book movie of all time. Like I, I loved it. I think I think I had it. I, I did like a, a ranking with my friends that didn't post it on TikTok or anything. I think I had it in my top three or top five movies of the year. I loved it. It was, I think I saw that movie four times while I was in theaters. I went to a bunch of different people. I kept on trying to get people to see it. I saw it a couple times on HBO Max too. Yeah. It was awesome. I could only afford to see it one time in theaters, but I watched it on HBO Max about eight times and I bought the DVD for it. And I st- and now it's back on HBO Max. So if you guys want to check that out, go ahead and do that. But, I definitely um, recommend watching it. Oh yeah, I'm watching it. My, my dad still has yet to de- see it. My dad loves those old war movies and stuff. I was like, dad. Oh, is that perfect for it then? Yeah, especially that opening. Especially, just, especially the, the opening The problem sequence. is my mom is a very like Christian woman. So yeah. If she saw half the things that are in that movie, my dad was in the military, so he's he's, he's seen and heard oh, enough yeah. things. Real so my mom, on the other hand, I don't want my mom to even be in the room. <laughs> even yeah. you know, I don't even want her in the house when I turn <laughs> that movie on, man. Like, cause like she's gonna be like, I I don't even want to know. Yeah, whenever my dad and I watch anything remotely action packed, we always make sure my mom's upstairs asleep first, cause like we don't want to deal with the whole like the lecture of that, like oh it's too violent or something like that, but. Yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. I, I definitely feel you. So is there anything like that you, you could use with your degree that, that could be comic book related? Like, do you think you could write a story on a nuclear, not, I keep wanting to say nuclear. Okay. You know, you're good. Your brother, yeah. um, I, I doubt it, you know, but I, I just like the idea that like, because I, I have a, a bunch of possible things I might be doing. Uh, I want to do it to my degree in the future, but like, the idea just like to be able like to provide like a service to help people is always a good idea. Cause like, I mean, that's what, that's what always like what you're doing with the jobs. You're trying to help people out in the best way you can. So who knows? I might like do something with like creating a device that could do something with like water purification or like something like that. Like, you know, like you never know, like there's, there's so many possibilities, especially with science, like to help people. And that's like superheroes are like helping people. So like, there's always ways you could do that. I was, I've always thought I, I, I actually for my, first semester we're supposed to write like what's something you really enjoy and why does that relate to like your degree and that's why i i made like a whole you're just like well you see there's this character called the joker (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
Like, I, don't really about, but I don't want lot. you to fall into a vat of acid that you just we we got we you got running rapid into the streets, man. Like it's it's gonna be insane. It's gonna be insane. This is, this is the, re, I'm gonna recreate the Joker accident in real life. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see no problems happening with that. Oh, none at all. That sounds like the perfect like for journalism, like you know, I, I always oh, yeah, think I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm Vicky Vale. You know, so it's there you go. Yeah, I'm not Lois Lane. No, I'm a Vicky Vale. No, if anything, I'm I'm a, what is it? I'm a Jimmy Olsen, if we're gonna be Jimmy honest. Olsen. I'm I'm a Jimmy Olsen. I even have the voice, I have the look. I was gonna say you do look a little bit like Jimmy Olsen and, and, and very and, and, so there you go. The really problem is I'm blonde, like that's the only thing. <laughs> but I did, hair like, dye, you know. Your your mutuals with uh Jay Bird Baby, right? The those yes, two sisters. Yes. Uh yeah. I did a Jimmy Olsen video and they were just like, oh my god, <laughs> like they were freaking out. I'm actually gonna have them on next week. Oh so no kidding, like, I gotta check that out. Yeah, yeah they, dude, they, they, they make a lot wait, of great like, content, they're very underrated. Oh, dude, they are funny, they are they're so really funny. funny, like like legit, like they make me laugh so hard. Like I've never met anybody as like when it comes to Batman, at least like, I think the Panda red is the only person like they, they are underrated. There are so many accounts I think have sadly like smaller followings because they do DC skits and DC is not popular right now. So I'm, I'm excited for the future when like, I, and I do think in the future with a bunch of these movies coming out that DC TikTok will be like revived a lot. Oh, like yeah. a bunch of skits. I think are going to, people are going to blow up because they're so the problem funny. is with doing DC skits though. You will always, always, every time I've done it, at least, you will always be compared to the Panda Red. The Panda Red did this yeah. first. Yeah. He makes like eight videos a day and they're all Batman related. I'm sure yeah. he has, like, I made one about the other day. I was like, um, what if Nightwing, like, used the Scarecrow for like a, like a science project or a science issue, like a science for like school? And they were like, the Panda Red already did this. I'm like, good for him. Like yeah. I had a dream like, about this. Did you guys know that people with similar thoughts might also have like like literally. similar interests? Like it's crazy. Yeah. That's the problem with DC skits. Panda Red owns it. He's the he's the soups of DC. Yeah, yeah, and like that's like the thing. It's like all the information that we talk about, especially with like Easter egg breakdowns and stuff. All the information is like out there. It's not like it's like certain people have certain access to it. No one else does. Like everyone has access to it, so it makes sense that people are going to have similar ideas. Yes. So that's, a, that's always such a big, a big thing you got to deal with in the comments, but yeah, you know, it's, it's the yeah. comment sections, you know, I've learned that was my new year's revolution. I'm not going to let it get under my skin like that, mm. that. Like I did really well for the first half of 2021. Then after that, I was just like, somebody called me reverse bugs bunny the other day because of my teeth. That's so bizarre. I was just like, that was so mean. I yeah, was like, like, <laughs> I like that one hit. It was very uncalled for sure. Like, but I was like, I was laughing like really hard about it. But at the same time, I was also like crying on the inside. I was just like, yeah, okay. I mean, damn. The comments are always like, like that. It's, it was it's a video ridiculous. about Stan Lee. It had nothing to do with my teeth. Like oh, you, one guy was just like, damn, your teeth, bro. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. Like if, I, if it's when people are negative for negative sake, it's just so pointless. And I'm just like, you know, if you notice, like Stan Lee lived to a long time. Betty White recently passed away, you know, oh, yeah. and. Neither, neither of them had hate in their heart but people from their area had a lot of hate in their mm-hmm. life and why did they die first probably because they uh, had so much hatred in their heart so you know there what you go. i have no hatred and there you go. all the time <laughs> i know I, it's a great point I mean, it's always better to be positive like that's one of the things especially on my channel like sometimes i dive into like talking about like criticism like that but i try not to be like full on hateful or negative about things it's like what's the point like there's like, 
like right. I like the, the one thing I'll, I'll I'll rant about is probably like the rise of Skywalker because that's like the one thing I, I allow, that's the one like thing I allow myself but aside from that like what's the point of being like too like negative like it's let's enjoy things let's have fun you know it's like exactly like it doesn't matter how if this movie is the best thing in the world or yeah. let's say a movie is the best thing in the world or if it's complete and utter garbage will it change your life tomorrow morning exactly not at all not so at all. It, it's what I think about you know like I read these comics all the time, you know, like, for example, everybody's getting mad about like Superman. Like, let's talk about like, while I have you, since you are yeah. very in deep, I want to talk about some of the problems that people have been having with DC. Some of them being like the dumbest things in the world, like Superman oh. uh, coming out of the closet is bisexual, Oh yeah, uh, you know, and now there's a new thing about Leslie Grace's Batgirl and uh, Sasha Kelly's Supergirl taking over the DCU as Batman and Superman. What are your thoughts? Look, like the thing is, like, well, like first of all, like, I, 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 <laughs> if this is like a, a heavy topic. But like, the, like first thing, like I said to you, like it's funny because this is like isn't news. Like we heard about this all last year, but everyone's talking right. about it like yesterday. But look, like the only neg- like bad news I think is that Henry Cavill Superman is gone. I don't think yeah. it's bad at all that Supergirl is coming. I think it's great. I love, actually, I, I, ben, ben Affleck does not want to play Batman. So bringing in like Keaton back and having Batgirl like, be like the new Bat, like Batman in training is I think a great story. And like Batgirl and Supergirl are both characters like in their own right. Like I, that's why also I don't want like people to call them Batman and Superman because they're very different characters. And they're so not I think men. That, like having- <laughs> And they're not men either. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're 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 very they're very very different characters, and I think it's funny because it just it's something that's never been done before. Like it's something that we're just not used to. Exactly. But you look at like the MCU, and people thought they were crazy for starting with Iron Man and a bunch of these B and C lister characters that started this gigantic universe. So everyone, I'm like, just just be patient. And yes, like I said, the one thing I'm I do feel negative about is that Henry Cavill Superman is gone. But at the same, but I get why they're doing it because DC has their whole like, do you remember the bat embargo? Yep. From a couple of years. I yep. feel like it's like that kind of similar situation. They have Tyler Ocean Superman right now. They're going to have two more Superman projects coming out. Um, like there's a show and a movie coming. So I, I get why they don't want to have an also Henry Cavill Superman there. I don't love it. I think it'd be great if he was a mentor character or yeah. if he was just off in space because Superman often goes to space and deal, deals with like galactic stuff. So like has Supergirl be on Earth. Huh? He's recharging. He went to the sun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just recharging for a couple of years. So, like, I think, yeah, it's okay to feel like sad. Like, I'm very sad about the Superman thing, but nothing else I think is strictly bad news. Like, we don't yeah. even we don't know what's going on. But also, the thing is, what I love is that DC very clearly has a plan now. Like, they said in interviews, you talk to the people like we're behind Black Adam. They Do have a roadmap. Why? Jim Lee is given full control. I know. I love it. <laughs> That's why he is. Like, okay. For those who are listening, who don't know who Jim Lee is. Uh, no, he's not related to Stanley, uh, but he is basically the Stanley of the DC universe. If you ask me, yeah. uh, he's oh, the CEO of DC comics and basically him and Kevin Feige, he's the equivalent. He's DC's Kevin Feige. That's basically the best way of putting it. He's in charge of the comics. He's in charge of the video games, and he's in charge of the uh, movies. Same with Kevin Feige. He's in charge of the comics, video games, and movies. Did, did you know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I learned that. I was like, I didn't, I thought it was just the movies that he was in charge of. No, yeah, everything. He's in he's everything. Not, he's the CEO of Marvel, not just Marvel. Yeah, he's Studios. in 
every single thing. Yeah. I'm so, it makes me so happy. But basically, yes. awesome Jim Lee is it, yeah. in charge now. Warner Brothers learned, hey, maybe we should back off a little bit. Because, you know, the way I see it, when Warner Brothers dips their toe in the DC projects, that kind of ruins it. And mm. now they're starting to make like a DC Studios kind of, basically. That, that's another thing, because now they have a team dedicated to just DC movies. And it makes me so happy to hear that. And, you know, when Warner Brothers like walked in, like, for example, Patty Jenkins had full control on Wonder Woman 1. How'd it do? Amazing. Oh, very well, yeah. Yeah. Second one, Warner Brothers st- chimed in. How'd it do? Exactly. Suicide Squad, the first one, they chimed in. How did it do? It's like they went, here, oh, there's a smudge on there. Let me fix that. Yeah. They try to change. Yeah. They try to change. Like, but now it, they have full control, and I'm so excited. And I think Flashpoint is a per- And people are saying, but they don't even have a universe yet. And I'm like, they will now. Let yeah, like, that's like the thing. Like, Flashpoint started off the new 52, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Flashpoint is the reason we have a new 52. And, that's and the thing is, like, thing. I, I would love if they like, because I know it's going to happen is that in like 10 years, they're going to do another flashpoint and that's fine. Because like, everyone would love if they say flashpoint. Well, for 10 years from now, that'd be okay. Right, exactly. So the thing is like, the, the DCU is in a direction to go to Zack Snyder's vision. And I think that's a, a vision that I, I still like. I know it's a very like- um, Hey, it's cool. Minority, I like it. So, but- Zack Snyder's not a part of it anymore, so it does not make sense for them to try to follow Zack's vision when he's not even a part of it, because that's exactly. just going to get messy and muddled. But they have a new vision they want to go to, so this movie is just going to be a course correction. And yeah, it's sad that a, movie, that a Flash movie just has to be dedicated to that, but it doesn't mean it's going to be a right. bad movie. I mean, the director, I, I forget his name, he, he's an amazing director. He's the, the one who worked on It. He does like a lot of stuff for the like, horror movies. He's, he's a really great director. He's, he's been so doing I, that he's lately. Been, like yeah. like with Aquaman, they got James Wan. Uh, oh my God! Shazam, there are also- so many great people working behind these DC movies coming out. That's what I'm trying to tell people. The future of DC is still very very bright. The future slate looks cool. The people behind these movies looks great. And like now Shazam like Shazam was getting, like, directed by a by a horror Shazam, director, yeah. you know. And, and now the like Swamp Thing was probably one of my favorite. Oh, like, I love that. Yeah, I can't I'm so sad can- it got canceled. I know it it's was- really sad. I mean, hoping. I mean, here's the thing. We also have the Discovery merger happening in like May or something. So that's also, I think, going to definitely change up the future slate too. For better, I, I imagine it's going to be just for better, hopefully. But and that's going to change the, all of like DC, like the company as a whole. So right. the, the future of DC, I think, is still very bright. I think they, and they have a plan they want to go to. And I like that. I think I, I really, I'm very confident in the future of DC. I think it's, it's really hard right now because we haven't gotten a DC movie besides, besides the Suicide Squad for a long time because it's been and the suicide squad is a great like independent movie that almost was almost in its own universe it wasn't all, when you think about it all of james but like the guardians of the galaxy movies can be watched out <laughs> oh absolutely yeah you can just show that to someone randomly like you don't need to like have seen like i always movie. recommend guardians when uh, when when they haven't seen a marvel movie i'm like this will kind of let it'll give you a little bit of everything but at the same mm-hmm. time just know there's people on earth as well and you want to get into that boom right it's, it's a great aside from the infinity stone like which is like like what a couple minutes of the movie, like that's anything else is just so separate from the MCU. It's a great, I think it's a great way to introduce people to the universe too, because it's a great way to start it out. But yeah, like just tying back to that, like we don't we haven't had any groundbreaking, universe changing movies for DC in a while that hint at what the future holds. 
but I think um, the Flash is going to. I think Black Adam is going to be a big one. I'm actually a big pioneer for that Black Adam movie. I think it's going to be a big hit. Yeah. And it's definitely going to show us where the universe is that going. Could, that so. could set up Jay Garrick because the Justice Society is in that. Yeah, the Justice the Society, and we're going to get. Yeah. yeah. Like, that Jay Garrick showing up? Deal done. I yeah. Are you aware of the uh, TikToker Speed Force Life? Yes. Yeah, he's a yeah, mutual. I, yeah, would, great. I love would love to be in the theater with him when Jay Garrick first comes on the screen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that, that would be awesome. I would be watching he, him than the movie. Like, just yeah, to watch he, yeah, he's, like, he's, like the, I think it's one of the biggest, like, like I was just a connoisseur, but like ex- experts, the actual word, experts on like The Flash. He like loves it. And I, I love his random videos on the, the TV show itself too. Oh, yeah. So, that, but that Black Adam movie, we're going to have Dr. Fate, we're going to have Hawkman, Cyclone, Adam Smasher, these crazy like characters that people in the comics love. They're, and they're also the star power is going to be insane in that movie. So yes. I, am, I have a high hope for that, for the Black like, Adam The only movie. reason why my mom is going to see Black Adam is because Pierce Brosnan is in it and she yeah. loves Mamma Mia and Dwayne Johnson is probably going to be shirtless. So, like, you know, two for one special. <laughs> Multiple program. times too. You know, hey, you know what? Whatever sells tickets. Yeah, you know whatever what gets people in the theater at this point, I'm okay with. But here's where I stand on that Warner Brothers with Batgirl and Supergirl. Uh, oh, we yeah. We talked about that. Um, the way I see it, like, honestly, it's just DC trying to clean up a mess that was made. And because it, I don't know if you remember, but when Man of Steel first came out, everybody hated it. Yeah, like a, a lot, lot of people, people or at least yeah. a lot of people did, you know, because... It, that it was a different take on Superman. Nobody and everybody, people ha- hassled. Um, what, what, who is it? Henry Cavill. I'm sorry. Oh my God. How did I forget this? I want oh, to yeah, say yeah, yeah. Henry, but <laughs> that's the guy from Wizards of Waverly Place. I know. They're a very different guy. I was just like, uh, Henry Cavill, people made fun of Henry Cavill and, you know, like they bullied him online. You, you, you've yeah. seen how it goes down. Oh, yeah. And then Batman v Superman comes out and Batman is using a gun. You know, and the last guy we saw was Christian Bale. Christian Bale was so amazing. And that's yeah. another thing that people were pissed about. Like, you know, like that's why the Andrew Garfield's movies didn't do too well. You know, uh, yeah, it, he wasn't yeah. Tobey Maguire. Exactly. So, why yeah. want, so it was just like that. And that's how people treated him. And now Andrew is back for one 12 minute scene <laughs> in a movie. And now everybody loves him again. And everyone is like, going, it makes me so happy. 2014. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. Like the amount of like how many how much the fans love his character. It makes me so happy in that movie because I actually right. I love the Amazing Spider-Man one. It's a definitely is a yeah. I rewatched it the other day, and my sister she even told me she's like I didn't really like these, but now that I've rewatched, I was like it's because you jumped on the bandwagon. That's why. <laughs> but um, I but you see, and these actors they don't have to put up with people's bullcrap. They're not locked in by a contract. They're not locked in, but that's the one thing that the Marvel actors have on them. Yeah. You know, they got they got uh, contracts on the them. long contracts yeah yeah like and so if ben affleck doesn't want to do a movie anymore he doesn't have to he doesn't need warner brother he doesn't need dc he's doing just fine he could chase amy hell clerks three is coming out you know and you, we know how much uh ben affleck and kevin smith are just best buddies yeah. you know and henry cavill you were saying it earlier he, you were talking about the witcher you know he's got oh, that yeah. going for him he they don't need warner brothers or yeah. they they don't need the dc universe i should say that I mean, Warner Brothers is probably doing a couple of the projects that they are in, but, you know, they don't need it. And so if they want to leave, they can. And now that they're gone, people just didn't appreciate what they had when they had it. And now Warner Brothers has to, and DC have to clean it up. Yeah, and, that's and-, why, and you know what? Supergirl and Batgirl, like, 
if they just recasted those two characters, everybody would be just as mad. I'm just going to say it now. Oh, so, yeah. yeah and I got, and I see. I'm really sad because I think Leslie Grace and Sasha Kaye are great castings. I think they're going to rock it as yes. Batgirl and Supergirl. I'm, I'm so excited for the Flash movie to see. I don't know if, if Leslie, uh, I don't think Leslie Grace is actually going to be Batgirl in that movie. And there might be an end credit scene. Because yeah. I think the first we're going to see her is in the Batgirl movie. But yeah, I'm well, excited to see Sasha Kaye as Supergirl. Like she's probably going to come into the Batcave and getting ready for training or something. Yeah, something like that. They'll do a little tease. Yell at Michael Keaton because he hasn't been doing his homework or something. It's like, why did you beat those three guys up? And like, cause she's because it's already been confirmed that she's going to be a commissioner or detective. Yeah, I, I saw that because the, like the first set photo was like, yeah, in the, yeah like yeah. You, either commissioner or uh, detective. Yeah. And so she is already going to be there. So she's probably going to be yelling at Batman. It's like, did you beat three guys to a pulp for jaywalking or something? Like, <laughs> like you know, I would, I would die if something like that happened. Yeah. You know? And I, I'm excited because I, I have a feeling it's going to end with her like, I imagine to be her being upset with the law and like quitting. I think that'd be a cool story. And then that's why she takes up the Batgirl persona. Right. Um, so that'd be, they could do some cool stuff with that. And also with not DC, just do one thing for me. Do not paralyze her in her first movie. Oh yeah, I I do could not, not do imagine it. that they. That would is do a that. third movie story. Okay, yeah. I like they they can go a little a, a long time I think without doing the Oracle thing. Like, that's is the it, thing like, it, that DC likes to jump into their big stories really quickly. Yeah. Like Titans, they they did Red Hood. Oh. Like I like yeah. Titans. I love watching it. It's yeah. a fun show. I think it's, yeah, it's, it has its ups and downs, but I think it's generally. Like, you know, you just watch. turn your brain off and just watch it. You know, like like that's what I like about it. I like shows. Yeah, like yeah, it's it, it's a super fun watch. I I, I really actually like it. I, I think it's. I mean, I don't know how it's it is on a watch if you're not like a DC fan. Like I haven't, like I haven't tried to show it to any fan, like yeah, my friends of mine who aren't DC fans. I think yeah, you have to be a DC fan to like really like fully enjoy, or at least a Teen Titans fan. Or yeah, or a Teen Titans fan at least, yeah. You know, because that that's really and that's a lot. That's one thing that a lot of people don't like. It's not Teen Titans. You know, it's not. Right, yeah. And then we got Teen Titans Go. For the record, I like Teen Titans Go. I'm just. I don't care how you feel. I love it. It's oh no, fun. yeah, I, I think it's. I think all the Teen Titans. I, I like Teen Titans Go. I love the movie. Oh, the movie's the, amazing. It's so so great. Saw it twice. It, yeah, it really. I, I got I got the, the the DC animation stuff too. Like Lego Batman was also awesome. Like they did. That's the best awesome. Batman movie, if you ask me. For sure, it, it's yeah. it's so good. But uh, you said you had something to be at three, so we got about fifteen yes. minutes. So let's start to uh, wrap up. Uh, Yanni, it was so cool to have you, man. I would love to have you on again sometime. Maybe, maybe yeah, thank we'll do you, a Batman review. Maybe when the movie comes out. Yeah, for if, sure. If anybody I would like to get on that, it's you. So, thank you, man. Where can we find you on the great internet? So you can find me at Yanni's Nerdverse on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitch, Twitter. I post pretty much everywhere. Uh, I, I pretty much post once a day, at least everywhere. So if you want any sort of content on any on any platforms. Check me out there. And yeah, so Yanni's Nerdverse everywhere you can find me. All right. And if you guys like this podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at Comic Comedy Podcast, where I will keep you guys updated when we do a new episode. You can also follow me at Shuby Dubert. That is S-C-H-U-B-Y-D-O-O-B-E-R-T. I post a bunch of dumb videos and sometimes it can be educational. Here at Comic Comedians, we like to learn, laugh, and repeat. So if you guys want to check me out, I'm also on Twitter at Shuby Dubert. Same name for really everything. Um, what else is there? Is there Facebook? Uh, if you still use Facebook, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> um, so Yanni, thank you so much for coming on, man. It, it was an honor to have you. And you know what? 
I've already made the decision. If you want to do a, if you're down, I will totally get you on for the Batman review. Yeah, of course, man. Like, yeah, send me a message. I'm sure we'll get some stuff going for the Batman. All right. Thank you guys so much. And you guys have a great day. Thank you all. See you.